How much priority do you put into your body on a daily basis? Do you take care of yourself? Do you look to make sure that everything you consume, touch, think about is to the best and most utmost of your best serving ability? Maybe some of you don't, but today, you know what time it is. This is Break and Build, where we take a break from your day to build your life in a positive way. I am Billy Lutz, so let's get right into this episode. This is going to be a backpack off of last episode. I am very excited about this one. This is actually one of the things that has transformed my life, and I don't want you guys to just say like, okay, you know, maybe I'll do this one day, someday kind of deal. Do not fall into that trap. That is the trap that is like, if I were to say, based on being a master's of nutrition and functional medicine practitioner, that I've practiced personal training, literally the biggest thing and the most like highest ground that I think that we could accomplish as that type of natural practitioner field is to help people proactively say, I feel good right now. How can I keep feeling good or how can I keep feeling better or how can I feel better? Those things are literally going to change your entire life. If you can say right now, Even if you're not going through a health crisis, do not wait until you get into pain to start using pain as your motivator. If you can stop using pain as your motivator and start using your rational mind to think, maybe what's out there for me? What's the next level for me? How do I get to that next level before you get into a rut? You're going to be so far ahead of everybody else because you're not actually ever going to get into that rut. You don't understand. That concept right there is humongous. And I want you guys really to start taking that to heart. I want you guys to start really starting to analyze your life. And today what we're going to talk about is going through your entire life. Because as last episode, we talked about how using your intuition is extremely important. If you guys didn't watch that episode, you really need to watch it because intuition is going to guide you throughout your entire life. But how do we get more pure to make sure that we can allow intuition, thoughts and feelings to come through our body in a more congruent manner. And there's only one way to do that and that's to clean up your diet because basically what you eat, drink, think, and are exposed to on a daily basis is going to either enhance your ability to tune in to your intuition and to be able to broadcast your feelings of what you want in your life, to be able to get things faster or it's going to inhibit those things. So do you want to have better experiences faster or do you want to have better experiences in a much longer fashion or maybe not even be able to max out on the best experiences that you do or can have in life? That's gonna be the question that I pose to you today because today what we're gonna do is we're gonna talk about everything. Everything that my mind thinks. Some of you guys may see me and be like, man, you're in pretty good shape. Well, the reason why I'm in shape is because I've been doing these things and habits for the last past 10 years, ever since I got really sick. If I'm going to go a brief overview of my past story, I'm really trying to separate myself from that story because I feel like it's not serving me anymore to keep going back to that story. I don't think it's serving me anymore. So here's the story. Briefly, I'm detaching from it, but I want you guys to be aware of what drove me. It was tremendous amount of pain. So when I was 21, I got mono. When I was halfway through my junior year, second semester, I went to the doctor because I had a swollen lymph node on my neck. The swollen lymph node was like a key indicator that you have mono, key indicator. And I was also tired. 
Another key indicator, literally if you looked up mono in any type of any literature, it's gonna say tired, swollen lymph nodes, easy mono diagnosis. I was prime example. I actually had an M&M peanut sized lymph node on my neck, so it was even easier to diagnose that. However, the doctor said, um, I'm pretty sure you have strep throat. And I was like, okay, well, you know, obviously strep throat's pretty easy to diagnose. Why don't we culture this? And then we can move forward from this point knowing that we have it right. He's like, nope, here's your penicillin. And at that time I was still taking medication. I do not take medications anymore, but I took it. Two days later, I woke up at three in the morning sweating. After that, I couldn't keep food down. My entire body turned into dark, deep red hives. It was, it was really scary. My face got swollen. Later speaking, 10 years later, I was at an appointment with a functional neurologist and a functional medicine practitioner. I told him about this experience and he was like, dude, you're really lucky that you survived that experience. He was like, you were having an entire body reaction. So that entire thing happened. Luckily, I got through that. But after those two experiences, because the way that your liver enzymes get heightened in mono and the penicillin reacts with your liver enzymes, it really creates this like storm. So I was fatigued for three months from that. And at the same time, I was going to the gym a lot more and I had a hernia. Um, it was an umbilical cord hernia. And usually speaking, you get that from birth and it doesn't really get exasperated until you really take exercise to the nth degree. And I was a competitive skateboarder and soccer player and all this stuff. And it, it started to like feel like somebody was pulling a shirt through my belly button. And the fascia, it's just like this sheet that wraps around all of your muscles to keep everything you know, protected, started getting pulled into my belly button. So I recognized and realized that I had that as well. So mono in March, couldn't even make it to school until June just to take the finals to pass the classes, which I did successfully, thankfully. Then 15 days later after I got cleared, I am getting put under anesthesia which is a horrible idea because if you sync that up, anesthesia is a toxin. It has to get processed through the liver that the liver was already stressed through mono. Bad idea. No reason that I need to have this surgery right then. I could have waited months for my body to start eliminating, for my liver to start functioning better again. However, that was not the case. Went under. They didn't put the sutures in properly. Went under again. And then to my silliness, I decided to go back to drinking alcohol heavily for another year. So I am pounding my liver right now. Not a good space to be. This is why I'm telling you guys, learn from my mistakes. Being proactive as much as possible. I want you guys to feel good and be good at all times. I want you guys to have a magical life. The way to have a magical life is being proactive and seeking out greatness before you even know you need it and being proactive and listening to what I'm saying right now before you use pain as a motivator. So I had those two surgeries, moved to Tampa with my good friend Andy, get to Tampa. I'm there for three weeks I go into the skate park after I work out. My one, one rule was always do not work out and then go skateboarding because working out actually weakens your bones in that manner so then they can grow stronger. But if you don't give yourself enough time, there's a problem there, right? So I did not give myself enough time. I went straight to the skate park, went up this weird ramp. It was like two straight ramps stuck together. I went up, went up the second one, came back down and kicked my board out weird. I put my hand down, crunch, broken arm, went to the emergency room because I literally broke it in half. Fortunately speaking, I didn't get any pins, but they had to put me under for a third time in order to set that because it was literally so painful for me. I felt like I was going to pass out. So three surgeries in the year. 
now I'm completely tanked. I have no energy. I have anxiety. I have depression. I have no libido. I have like literally barely able to take care of myself. I tried to have like literally one beer at the time because stupidly I'm still trying to drink alcohol and I'm hungover for three days. Liver over congestion. Think of your body as a bucket and you have a hose in there. If you're not giving your body what it needs to take the water out from the bottom, the toxins, the hose is gonna keep staying in there and flowing rapidly because our world is quite toxic. And I want you guys to just come into realization with this because we have gas everywhere. There's chemicals in our food, there's chemicals in our water, there's chemicals in our perfumes, our body care products. If you're not conscious of what you're choosing in our, in our cleaners, in our detergents, literally there is chemicals absolutely everywhere because we have become, like I've talked about, a convenience-based society. We are not proactively thinking about, okay, if I introduce this chemical in 10 years, what is it gonna do to the effect on the human body, on the planet? on the soil, on the landfills, on everything. We don't think about that. We are about capitalism, not conscious capitalism. We need to be very conscious of the things that we do. We want to go back natural. We don't need more chemicals, which we're gonna talk about next week. It's another passion of mine. Our whole entire system is completely backwards right now as far as what we are telling people that they need more of and what they need to actually be going after as far as viruses, bacterias, and how we're handling our entire immune system protocol right now. It is completely backwards, and it is derived around capitalism. We will talk about that next time. It's gonna be a really good episode. I hope you guys are ready for that one. We're gonna blow some minds. So as far as this goes, we need to have everything in line as much as possible. We wanna have you guys there. So back to the bucket example, the water's filling up, the water's filling up. If you're not taking the right foods, which is gonna drain the bucket, if you're not taking the right supplements, which is gonna drain the bucket, if you're not thinking properly, if you're not sweating properly, you're not exercising, you're not doing all these things, you're not removing yourself from a toxic environment, your bucket water is gonna keep flowing until it hits the tipping point, and that is what we call loss of tolerance. You do not want to get to the point of loss of tolerance. Loss of tolerance oftentimes presents itself as an autoimmune condition, as a organ failure condition, as you now have a condition that is diagnosable by the medical system and labelable because you got to the point of losing tolerance. That's why I'm here for you. If I can interrupt anybody's cycle of almost two, getting to wherever you're at in the system, if you're not participating in what we're gonna talk about today, please share this to somebody that needs this. I want as many people to hear this as possible because I want you guys to be healthy. I want you to have a very happy and productive life. And by not participating in these things that I'm about to share right now, it's going to eventually lead you, it is not an if, it is a when at this point, especially at the rate of introduction of chemicals into our environment on a yearly basis, it's nauseating. I don't want you guys to get there. Please, share this with somebody, help them out. So, once that bucket fills up, that's where I was at, loss of tolerance. Now, think about symptoms, not as oh, I want this thing to go away, so I'm gonna go to the medical doctor to get a pill to make sure I don't feel this. A symptom is your body's way of communicating with you that something is not operating properly and that you need to address that. You do not need to take a pill for a long period of time. I get in the short term, but for a long period of time, that is not the function of a medication. Medications were derived to help the body kickstart into something else, not as a 
chronic-based care model. That is not. It is an acute-based care model that has now been transitioned into a chronic-based care model. So you need to get away from that. You need to start taking things at face value of what they are. It is your body's way of talking and communicating with you of what needs addressing right now. My stomach hurts. What did you eat? What have you been eating? Where are you at? That's very important. Okay, well, maybe my throat hurts. You know, are you a smoker? What do you do on a daily basis? Do you put on perfume? I have a rash on my skin. Well, let's look internally to your body. We need to start chasing upstream effects. That means I have a skin condition. Oh, let's get a steroid. That is downstream. That is not the cause of your skin condition. You need to ask, why am I having this skin condition? Why am I having that? Why am I having that? When you can't get above a why, which is usually based around probably some type of toxicity, some type of microbial imbalance in your small intestine, some type of toxic-based something in your body, that's usually where we're gonna get to. It's something very internal, very uh, fundamental for the body. That is very important for us to get down. You need to ask why. You don't need, just need to throw something at it, go on with your life, because that is a massive recipe for a disaster. That's like saying, hey, my brakes in my car are squealing. Taking a medication is like, you know, the brakes are an indicator. That squealing noise is an indicator that you need to do something. Same thing as a symptom. Think of that as a symptom. But here's what the medication does to the brake job. Why don't we just take out the pin that makes the noise and leave the brakes in there as they are? Okay. Who thinks that's a good idea? Who thinks we should allow the brakes to stay in there at their current position, knowing that they are going to be getting worn down and just take the indicator out that's telling us we need to replace our brake soon. That's an awful idea. That's what a medication does to a symptom. It takes off the indicator or the microphone to what the body's trying to express to you, and then it just allows that condition to keep on going. It doesn't fix anything. So not addressing key underlying issues is a problem. So please, next time you feel a symptom, ask yourself, why am I experiencing this? And if you don't know, I would highly suggest trying to find some type of functional medicine practitioner. You can go to ifm.org or you can also look in your local area, Google around or get some recommendation of somebody who's been through something and be proactive about it. Guys, it's so much easier to be proactive about your condition as opposed to reactive about your condition. I'm just trying to save you time, money and pain right now if you listen to me and you are willing to join me on my journey. So I tanked after all that stuff and then I had to seek all this stuff that I'm speaking to you guys about. I found a nutritionist that was a chiropractor. Oftentimes chiropractors really get into nutrition because it's a very synchronistic field and uh, she started to help me. She really started to help me a lot and I went to personal training school. I learned about all the qualities of food organic compared to non-organic, which is going to be something we really talk about here in a second. And then I really started to delve into body movement and then I started to delve into supplements. And then um, through the practitioner, the chiropractor, I got my personal training certification. I went to school for six months. I didn't just read a book and take a test. I wanted all the hands-on. I was lucky to be trained by some really, really good Nick as well as Jack 
at the National Personal Training Institute. We did an entire program and I was lucky to be in their presence because they blessed me with some knowledge that was not typical of that program. I then went and trained for that chiropractor. She told me about another chiropractor. I went to that chiropractor and then I found another practitioner who really started to change my life. And it was through supplementation because guys, if you really think our bodies are equipped to handle the amount of toxicity and chemicals that are in the environment without additional support, I think you might be fooling yourself. I want you guys not to just go and research random supplements, but to do a very specific analysis with a practitioner and get yourself ahead of the game before you're behind and trying to run up. Imagine trying to catch an Olympic sprinter. It's not going to happen. It takes a lot more effort. You might have to get into a car. You might have to do some unique things that is maybe not normal to do. And I want you guys to be ahead of the game. So the reason why I'm harping on this right now is because our body is a vessel of energy, right? So what we talked about in the beginning, if you want to be pure, you want to have intuition, you want to be ahead of the game, you need to start purifying your body of toxins. You need to start giving your body exactly what it needs to build life. We are essentially electricity. If you don't believe me, what's really the difference between somebody that's sitting there that's alive and somebody that has just passed? We have all the same components. The only thing that's different is we don't have that life force, that electricity in us. It has diminished. It's gone out. So we need to make sure that we allow our bodies to be the best conductors of electricity as possible. That's very important. Very, very important. And so what are the building blocks of life? How do we do this? Like we talked about, it's what we eat, drink, think, and are exposed to. So I'm going to go over some things to help you guys that I really want you to harp in on. I actually, in my sustainability week, I made a point to eat organic food as much as possible. Somebody posted in there that organic food is a scam. Let me just tell you guys, organic food is actually quite the exact opposite of a scam. It's literally the only protection that we actually have left that is going to save you from eating more chemicals on a daily basis. So with that said, we're gonna jump right into here and I'm gonna read off the USDA certified organic foods. Some of you guys may be like, why is it more expensive? And I'm gonna question you guys, why is food so cheap? We'll get into that on another episode as well. But I just wanna briefly harp on this and make sure that you guys understand all of this before we get on with everything else. USDA certified organic foods are grown and processed according to federal guidelines addressing, among many factors, soil quality, which is massive, animal raising practices for everybody out there that likes animals, pest and weed control, and use of additives. Organic producers rely on natural substances and physical, mechanical, and biologically based farming methods to the fullest extent possible. So this is going to be from another practitioner who I am a big fan of, Dr. Jockers and Dr. Axe. Both of these practitioners, if you guys don't know them, they have amazing websites. They have great recipes on there, which we will delve into in my cooking channel. I will feature some of the recipes and I will show any modifications that I do use and I will be cooking those with you guys. So here is his graphic. This dude is incredibly smart. He does a ton of research on all of his articles. By choosing at least one organic product out of every 10 items you purchase, 98 million servings of drinking water would be free of toxic pesticides each day. 53 million servings of produce waste would be produced without toxic pesticides each day. Milk, 20 million servings of milk would be produced without 
RBGH or antibiotics. If you guys don't know what RBGH is, it's growth hormone, bovine growth hormone, which means non-organic milk and dairy products are allowed to be produced with growth hormone, meaning that they grow the animals really fast. It is tremendously toxic to humans because we consume that product. Where do all the hormones of these animals go? Right into the milk. Why? Because they want to deliver it to their calves to grow the calves big, and now we're drinking these toxic compounds that we allow people to put in our stuff. 2.9 billion barrels of imported oil would be eliminated every single day. 25,800 square miles of degraded soil, degraded, please, degraded soil. Very, very harmful, guys. Honestly speaking, I heard somebody talk about this the other day. His name's Dr. Dr. Bush, um, he is on track to believe that in 60 to 80 years, humans are going to be extinct because of the amount of toxicity, degradation, and abuse we are putting our soils through. We will not be able to sustain our own lives because of what we are doing to our environment, because of how toxic it's going to be. That's a scary thought. I want you guys to really become conscious because I want us not to do that. I want us to start learning and becoming more conscious. 915 million animals would be treated more humanely. 915 million. I don't know if you guys ever driven past a farm that they grow animals inside in inhumane pens, but I have. I drove past it. It's, I believe, two hours or so north of LA, and you can smell that place for miles before you get there and for miles before you leave there. It is disgusting. And then think about how stressful those environments are and then guess what? You eat that meat. Where do you think all that stress goes? Right into the meat. Where do you think that meat goes? Into your body. What do you think your body produces new tissues from? This is a disconnect that nobody understands. Our bodies are our temples. Literally everything that you eat produces tissues in your body. So if you think that you're gonna eat crappy food, stressed out animals, toxic induced chemicals from pesticides in your salads, and you're going to produce healthy tissues on a consistent basis for your entire life, you're lying to yourself. You're going to eliminate 2.5 million pounds of antibiotics used in livestock each year because the animals are treated inhumanely in order to keep them well enough not to have mad cow disease and other diseases so that they can get them to you to eat. That's twisted. And we're going to capture 6.5 billion pounds of carbon in the soil. So as of today, the takeaways, start listening to your symptoms, start pursuing the things that are going to start eliminating all these chemicals from your environment, start choosing more organic food. If you can't do all organic, please at least use the dirty dozen and go after that and put sweet potatoes on that list as well. And then the clean 15 are the ones that are okay to buy conventionally speaking, even though they don't have the pests, they are not going to get the pesticides to you because they have skins to protect them. Just realize they are not going to be as efficient as delivering the nutrients into your body as well. And that is humongous. The nutrients are the building blocks of life for us. And I want you guys to be healthy. So thank you guys for tuning in. As always, please share this episode. Please comment below. Please subscribe. I want to help as many people as possible. 
And you guys already know that I'm here for you, here for you guys to win. And if anything else comes new, new information, whatever it is, I will be sharing it with you because there's no holdbacks here. It's simply me sharing everything that I know that is gonna keep you as healthy, your family as healthy, the environment as healthy, and the world as healthy as possible because I truly feel like that is part of my passion and my purpose in life being here. So thank you guys for tuning in to Break and Build. I am your host, Billy Lutz. I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic and amazing day. Do not be disempowered by this. Take this, own it, move on with your life. Start integrating it. Start voting where it matters in life. Take care.